Hello, everyone. Welcome to the House of Learning podcast. Uh, I'm here with Heather, and uh, Steve is uh, imminent uh, <laughs> in joining the conversation. Um, and we've been in Habakkuk. We've been talking about lament. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did a theology of suffering last week. So thinking about our theology that surrounds a worldview that has space for suffering. And then Habakkuk is lamenting that makes us think, okay, there's a way God's people have talked to God as part of the way they process Mm -hmm. and inhabit suffering. Mm -hmm. And there's an aspect we haven't talked about, which is, I mean, there's lots of examples, but I'll pick on one because it's like the famous shortest verse in the Bible. (laughs) Jesus wept. Yeah. Jesus entered into lament with people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. It's like kind of surprising. You know, Jesus might have known what was going to happen and what he was going to do all the time. Like he knows like he knows what God's plans are, mm-hmm. but still in the uncertainty of pain um, and, mm-hmm. and questions and things mm-hmm. like that, Jesus actually entered into lament with people. So that made mm-hmm. us think, okay, mm-hmm. so Heather, mm-hmm. who's been on the podcast before, mm-hmm. um, is a therapist and so she is in a world of uh, entering in with others, but probably also helping others who are trying to enter in alongside mm-hmm. family members mm-hmm. and friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's yeah. a whole dynamic that mm-hmm. you're used to. Right. And then we were at, what was it? It was the, the, it family, was the family night. Chili we were dinner. At chili cook-off. Mm-hmm. We talked mm-hmm. about chili. We talked mm-hmm. about all sorts of mm-hmm. interesting things. Mm-hmm. And we were like, this puts a spin on things, though. Mm-hmm. Like, we understand something about empathy and sympathy mm-hmm. and um, grieving with people mm-hmm. or how we connect with people when they're grieving, things like this. Yeah, yeah. But how do we l- lament with others? Is there yeah. an invitation yeah. here to yeah. learn about how we can bring lament into our relationships right. as well as into our pain right right so really interesting yeah, and, and yeah. i'm, I'm going to say like yeah. we don't have all the answers we're like oh yeah uh-huh. like there's definitely something here mm-hmm, we've mm-hmm. probably got a few handholds mm-hmm. but hopefully us talking about it will invite you to consider it yeah right in a twofold way i mm-hmm. think some people might be listening and they're like oh i'm in this space mm-hmm. i either want to invite people in with me or right. i want to go in with someone mm-hmm. or um Maybe you're like, well, I'm fine. Like, I don't really, like, I'm looking around. Everything's good right now. I'm in, in a season where, you know, touch all the wood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, things are going good. But maybe it's an invitation to sort of look a bit further out and think, but should I enter in mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. others as well? So, mm-hmm. so it's a sort mm-hmm. of really interesting thing when you uh, take it from just the personal, like, what's going on with me? How right. can this help me? Right. And think, how can I serve others? Right. In lament. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you've been, I mean, this was a week ago. Right. Chili cook-off. Right. So you've been ruminating on a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, what are some mm-hmm. of the interesting questions mm-hmm. that come to mind for you? Mm-hmm. Well, the first thing that came to mind after I asked that question, we started the conversation over chili, was... So what's the difference between lament and grief? Yes. And I don't know that this is an answer, but I'm beginning to think about it this way, that grief is an emotion that we all have and we all experience, and that perhaps lament is really a process by which we are grieving, but a process by which we are also looking to God in prayer and hope for that next space. 
And it's interesting because there's a cognitive element and an emotional mm-hmm, element. Mm-hmm. And you're the expert. Mm. Uh, so you'll flesh this out. But I would say grief pulls a lot of other emotions in its wake. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I often notice in people, like, and, and other people will notice things like frustration, right, anger, and right. things like that. Mm-hmm. But also sometimes um, grief is a time when we're actually looking with fondness mm. so there can be joy. Mm-hmm. It's like a, a weird mm-hmm. mixture. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but hope, mm. hope is, I mean, we, we talked about faith. We've talked about right. hope recently right. in church. Right. Yes. You know, there's yes. definitely that cognitive. It's yes. like, it's looking to something. It's believing something about right. the future, living mm-hmm. under a certain reality. There's mm-hmm. a lot of sort of cognitive elements right but hope's also quite there's an emotive aspect mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. like there's a longing yeah but there's also an expectancy Ex- and some yes. things like that yes and i don't know that some of the emotions i might start to put around hope which maybe is the, the thing that lament has mm-hmm. as this like mm-hmm. twist mm-hmm. i would necessarily have near the top of the list when i think about grief right well you look at the stages of grief and hope is not one of the stages of grief, right? And so grief in many ways is saying goodbye to something, whereas perhaps lamenting is saying hello eventually to this place of hope, this expectancy. It is, yeah. Um, Yeah, I think there's a... um, And and it, it sort of makes sense that we would have a process of grief that helps us understand how to situate something that's happened in our lifetime. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But lament, it's not bounded by our lifetime. So that's another one of the differences. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. And actually, maybe it's important that there's space for both. Right. Because I, I have met Christians who are having a really hard time grieving. Right. Because they're latched onto the idea of like, well, we'll be reunited in heaven. Right. In the resurrection. Mm-hmm. And that's a good mm-hmm, aspect mm-hmm, of hope. Mm-hmm. But, but you are going to need to adjust to the fact that you're not going to see them until then. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so there's an interesting, mm-hmm. and, and I feel like lament is actually quite holistic because it actually lets a lot of the grief mm. and the pain, it's a it's a very full acknowledgement of what's lost. Yes. But it doesn't end there. Yes. Yes. It ends for, and what you're saying is it ends with hope and it's, it's an ongoing eternal, lament is an ongoing eternal yeah. process, not yeah. just to hear and, now and and, it's, and I, not only that, it's uh-huh. not only hope that in eternity, right. eventually God will make everything okay. Right. But it also can be hope that like, well, God's going to hear my cry and he might do something next Tuesday. Right, right. Mm-hmm. As well. But it's and both in yes. that way. Yes. Yeah, both here and now and in eternity. And, and very, um, very active on like the external agency of God. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. grief is mm-hmm. like, well, I, you know, I'll get used to my dad not mm-hmm. being here. Mm-hmm. And I'll eventually adapt to, mm-hmm. you know, not having his fresh voice, but still enjoying like his past voice right. and, you know, things like this. Yeah. It's about us adapting. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But lament is actually a cry for mm-hmm. God to change something, right. to make, for God to make a difference. Right. And it's and and that's sort of interesting yeah. because the range of ways God can make a difference. I mean, once you include the miraculous, it's like okay, well, kind of all bets are off. Right, right. But it is a cry for yeah. God to make a difference. Right, and that, that's quite a big mm-hmm. box mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. But I think of all the places that I sit with people in suffering, and 
one particular person's just coming to mind right now, a young man who has a very rare eye disease, who has slowly lost all of his sight. So there's tremendous grief in that. And then moving towards lament, so what is next? What will God provide in this brand new space? And then working with his wife as she struggles to grieve with and lament both his losses and their losses and her losses yeah, as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it makes me think about um, then, like, how how do, could thinking of a framework of lament right. help us with others? Well, yeah. Because I just mentioned, mm-hmm. I've heard some Christians say, you know, right. we don't encounter grief and lament that often mm-hmm. most of us mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and partly because we insulate ourselves mm-hmm. from it mm-hmm. um and so when we do it's really awkward and we often end up putting our foot in it and you know we're not very good at it we're right. not very skilled right. in it generally mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and so that makes me think okay so could lament maybe give us a holistic sort of expand it because we could have a conversation about how to grieve with others mm-hmm. and that should be mm-hmm. an element of lament because lament right. involves grief mm-hmm. but then there might be some other things that we bring alongside and and lament could provide us a sort of toolbox but maybe there's also a kind of process right. like what's a good starting point with people and things like that which i think is a great conversation how do we lament with others because as a king jesus family right there will generally be some in, somebody in the greater family that is grieving that is lamenting and and so i started thinking about what are some of the critical ingredients to lament with yeah. somebody else yeah One of the first ones that came up for me is presence. Mm -hmm. It's not so much what you're doing, but how you are with the person. And I was coming down late the other night uh, from my office, which is in a large office building, into the lobby where there is generally no one. And there was a woman sitting on the bench. And I just said goodnight to her. And the way she looked at me and the way she said, have a good evening, was the most peaceful, centered response I'd ever heard. Mm. I literally stopped in my tracks, turned around and said, you have an amazing, peaceful presence. And all she said was, that's the goal. Mm. And then I left. But it had, I mean, this was weeks ago and it had just an effect on me. And I thought, that's a piece of the presence that we want to bring to somebody that's lamenting. Which of course requires a lot of things of us to bring that kind of presence. Yes. Yeah, there's something about when, if it's just me lamenting with God. Yeah. There's something about his presence that actually creates Mm. some safety Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. some trust Mm -hmm. and some things like that. Yeah. Um, And that is the classic, you know, like what's the, you know, like the trope of someone grieving, like you give them box tissues, like they're there, don't cry. It's like, please stop. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Please stop hurting. It's upsetting yeah, me. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. But there's, yeah, there's something about being that sort of safe presence. And that's interesting because um, laments often begin with that address to God, that sort of acknowledgement of mm-hmm. his presence, mm-hmm. that he's mm-hmm. the one hearing, mm-hmm. that he hears the cry, mm-hmm. um, things like that. So mm-hmm. there's there's definitely something, um, yeah, about that going on. Yeah. 
So this is super awkward. So Steve, <laughs> Steve's just joining the podcast late. So I'm very <laughs> every red light. Can we lament about that? Can you there help we me? We can about with that? you. We're yeah. now creating a framework that we can oh, practice with yeah, you, goodness. Steve, of how to lament with others. Oh, That's sorry. fine. Um, this is this is what real life is like. Exactly, the podcast yes. is reflecting the ordinary. <laughs> well, uh. and and the second thing I wrote down was permission, which we're giving Steve permission <laughs> to do and be whatever he needs to do and be, but uh, permission to let the other person feel, mm. to be where they're at, to feel where they're at, mm. and that um, that's just a huge invitation for them to step into what's really going on. In yeah. their world, mm-hmm. it, it's interesting the way <laughs> faith operates in lament. So, if you address God, and often there's like, "But God, you're the God who cares about this," and so why is this happening? You know, mm-hmm. but this framing it is this expression of faith of like, "Well, God, I, I believe you're like this," mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so that's creating the space where now I, I'm situating the pain. Yeah. As it's not just like, oh, that hurts. I wonder what that is. But it's mm-hmm. like, no, this is like, this really matters to mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. So it's value. Mm-hmm. But, um, it, you know, if I wanted to create space for you. Right. If you were hurting about something. Yeah. And I was asking, well, why does that matter? Yeah. And, you know, oh, well, well, tell me about the story of that. You yeah. know, it's, yeah. uh-huh. that's, it's an analog mm-hmm. of like pointing at God's past faithfulness to help to, yes. i mean for maybe for me to understand someone's mm-hmm. pain mm-hmm. but maybe also for them mm-hmm. to have a, a space to sort of process through and situate what's going on for right. themselves right as well right yes to help them actually see themselves even yeah. better yeah and then if mm-hmm. we add you know god into the mix mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know and i'm asking them you know uh, or just uh, allowing what they expected mm-hmm. God to do or things like mm-hmm. that to be a part of the mm-hmm. equation, mm-hmm. then I'm sort of, I'm helping curate an environment where their lament interaction with God yes. can blossom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's an interesting, mm-hmm. I, I feel like there's something about, I'm not sure exactly the words. I bet you've got better words. Like curating the right space, mm. but not controlling. Mm. Like mm-hmm. I, I can't, mm-hmm. I can't, um, suggest the conclusion of a journey to right. someone and hope right. they just arrive. Right. <laughs> right. I need. I, I need. Uh, and there's something about laments in right. the Bible where they they do kind of wander and zigzag uh, around, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. there's something that just feels chaotic uh-huh. and sort of exploratory about them. So I wonder if yeah. that's like an element in this. I, I really think so because I think I mean the way I describe it is is creating the space, but having a deep knowledge that God is present in it. So you're almost like a midwife birthing, birthing mm. the pain forward, birthing God's response forward. And, and it is chaotic and it's messy, but, but you're, you're holding the edges with God so that the person lamenting doesn't have to do that. They can simply be where they're at. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and the other part of presence mm-hmm. you mention, it's reminding me, um, like there's lots of times when the prophets would say, or or like God would say, like with the people in Egypt, it's like <clears throat> I have seen. Yeah, yeah. And that's an interesting one because it makes me think about like we can almost be like a priest. So someone maybe 
having a really painful time with something. Yeah. And and God may actually want to communicate, I see. Yes. But that person may have a really hard time hearing that at yes. that moment. Yes. Which would totally make sense in some scenarios. Mm-hmm. But we might get to come along and say, I see. And, and that and we're being like Jesus's hands and feet to it, that. That's incarnational yeah. ministry then. Exactly. And mm. to me, that's uh, what I often call it is the power of holding the future. I was just with a person an hour ago and in great distress of, of identity loss. And um, I said to her, I can see where you're going. I can see God in this. I know you can't, but I will hold that vision. While you walk towards it, yes. how's that? Uh, no, but that's there's, right, yeah. there's great mm-hmm. power in holding the vision for somebody that doesn't have eyes to see right then. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I often, I think I even said this at young adults last week. Uh, it's like one of the great things about faith is when you sort of feel like you haven't got enough, you can borrow some of someone else's. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. you really can. Yeah. Some, sometimes, <clears throat> like faith. It sort of settles us. Mm-hmm. It allows like a different reality to play mm-hmm. out, mm-hmm. And, and it's almost like a parent. Mm-hmm. Like we uh, we understand that a child can um, can play something out differently mm-hmm. when they feel under the secure guardianship mm-hmm. of a parent or something right. like that. Mm-hmm. That's that's faith borrowing yeah. in action. Yeah. And there is something, and it's not trust in me, mm-hmm. but it's like, I believe God for this. Like, yes. I think God's going to do something. Yes. And it's like, I'm not sure. But there's something about that voice that not only encourages me to discover my own faith, but it it allows, it's almost like it allows our imagination as we're trying to wrap our head and our emotions around what's happening yeah. to occupy just a slightly bigger space. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I... I read this quote today um, in this book called Holy Listening, which I think is Ooh. a great, would be a great title if we were titling yeah. this who's podcast. That, who, who, exactly. Who's that by? Uh, Can you remember? No, but okay. I'll, I'll come I'll back. It, I'll okay. look it up. I'll okay. put it on the podcast. Okay. Notes. Holy it's Listening. It's a that female author, Holy book. Listening. And she says, quote, in dark times, the quiet hope of a partner can sustain. Mm. In dark times, the quiet hope of a partner can sustain. And whether that's you lamenting with God, God is partner, or you partnering with somebody in lament. Mm. I just thought, mm. yeah. yeah, And that's what we're talking about. We can hold the hope and it can sustain you yes. in this moment. Yeah. yeah, And it's interesting that even as I'm talking about it, mm-hmm. I'm going to positive things like encouraging and... Holy listening. There you go. By by Margaret Gunther. uh, Gunther. Gunther. There you go. I'll I'll put a link in the notes. That's good. But I'm going to more positive things because I think we understand that ability to partner around positive things Mm. because we're a culture Mm -hmm. that highly values Mm -hmm. like producing, Mm -hmm. solving, Mm -hmm. things like Mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. But what we're talking about is there is um, there's a partnership to be that enriches our ability to lament. Right. But it's interesting because lament is, it pulls the pain into partnership with hope. But laments often end with still the cry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a cry of mm-hmm. hope, but it's still mm-hmm. a cry. Mm-hmm. That morning. Not with the problem solved. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there's something about lamenting with someone which mm-hmm. is not trying to just 
resolve it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's an interesting tension because it, it feels like entering into lament with someone. Uh, this is one of the interesting things, like people who have had like a horrible trauma. Yeah. Um, it can be so overwhelming that they are, they're not able to bypass grief. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you can come along and be like, well, God means all things for the good. You know, why don't you just be happy? Mm-hmm. Like, no, I'm, I don't feel yeah. happy. Uh-huh. Like, mm-hmm. I, I know that, but that's mm-hmm. not making me happy right now. Yeah, we call that Christian problem solving. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Bible verse problem solving. <laughs> and there's something, really, there's something good then uh-huh. about lament. Um, maybe if we understood lament a bit better, it might help us interact with someone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, acknowledge the mm-hmm. pain, even help mm-hmm. articulate the pain and mm-hmm. the complaint mm-hmm. and the cry, mm-hmm. but help us resist our cultural mm-hmm. urge mm-hmm. to like, well, can we get out of this right. zone? Right. Well, and actually mm-hmm. understand how to inhabit that zone. Right. Because what you've been touching on, Richard, and I'd be curious what you think, Steve, are what are things that hold us back from lamenting? I mean, you're touching mm-hmm. on one of the key ones, I think, mm-hmm. and that's problem solving. We are wired to solve the problem and make it go away, and that is not what lament is yes. about. Yeah, but there are other things as I, I well. I think that, that part of that's an impatience, mm-hmm. like uh, because it's so uncomfortable. Yeah. I need to get past it. Yeah. I need to get through it. Yeah, and I'm gonna look for any. In general, mm-hmm. I, I would look for any glimmer of a way out of that. Right, even if it's. Really not the best way mm-hmm. out because mm-hmm. I just can't, I want to escape that, mm-hmm. um, and it's not um, it's not helpful mm-hmm. for someone to come alongside you. Um, I've, I've been there myself mm-hmm. and offer a what seems like a way out, mm-hmm. um, and it's just not mm-hmm. really what it's a distraction yeah. and a diversion. Yeah, yeah. but um, it's interesting because yeah. lament is very impatient, right? Because Habakkuk is like, how long, Lord? Yeah. But it's it's an impatience that leads him not to action because it's so like, I can't do anything mm-hmm. about this. Mm-hmm. So it's a relinquishing of control mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. into an acknowledgement of need. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that's a really hard, that's ultimate vulnerability mm-hmm. to fully mm-hmm. acknowledge I can't, mm-hmm. but I need. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And lament is that space. That's right. Yeah. That's which, is, which is amazing. And, and like we, you know, beginning talking about creating the safe space, right? Um, being able to—that's uh, another sort of priestly function. Like, if I mm-hmm. can articulate the safety yeah. and the reality of, like, yes, this is a real need. Yes, and we can't do anything about it. Yes, and God, we need you to. But God, we need you to do something. Yes. You know, I just think about yeah. how that could enable someone else yeah. to find that space. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's waiting. It's the mm-hmm. willingness to mm-hmm. wait with someone else. And we don't wait very well in the society, right? Yeah. But that willingness mm. to wait. I was just talking to this morning with a woman in, who's in Sudan, a, a missionary, and her children are in Hong Kong, and she's gone for long periods of time. And I said how is that with your children? And she said, well, they cry out for me to come home. And I find myself telling them it's okay and it's okay. And I said, how does that work? And they, she says, they throw temper tantrums mm. and, they, and they cry and they cry. And she said, so the other day, I just was silent with them on the phone. Mm. And I said, and how, what did you mm. find? And she said, they begin quieting down. Mm. 
Yeah. They begin quieting. And it's that to me, that's that power of waiting mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. silence yeah. with someone else because now I know you're really here mm-hmm. with me and you're not yeah. trying to solve it. Yeah. 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 Well, I, I like that too because I think the other thing I see go wrong is sort of the the silver lining mm-hmm. kind of approach uh-huh. to it, which is, and like, wait a second, <laughs> you know, you've just bypassed all of my real pain. Yes. You know, yes. Um, and that's, you know, it's that cultural um, desire to solve it mm-hmm. by focusing elsewhere, mm-hmm. I, I think, mm-hmm. like, oh, mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. just Kind of the over-positivity yeah, piece. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I think, Richard, I've been thinking a lot about this notion of, you know, the, the role that faith is playing, and I think having somebody else there, that that faith is almost this, um, exercising that faith is this, is someone can um, walk with you and hold sort of the mystery of God, you know, in there, bring that in mm. through faith. And, and if, if someone's bringing you into that, uh, then you can start to start to grow. Yes, I think yes. start to heal. But like, I need someone to bring me in there uh, when I, I'm real, and and I need that to say, I'm still impatient. Yeah. You're, you're right. Yeah. Um, but that. But I have to get in the mystery of God, not in the mystery of what I can and can't mm-hmm. do. Mm-hmm. Like I know, I I got to get away from that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And get into the mystery yeah. of yeah. God. Yeah. yeah. And there's well, there's something about because there's two ways of doing that, being that guide. One is like you could be the theologian, mm-hmm. and you yeah. can tell like Heather, you need to lament. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. here's like mm-hmm. go do it. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. But much more powerful is tell me what tell me about your hurts so yes. I can lament yeah. with you. Right. And because that's really different. That's really di- and because and that's when, what we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> when we remain in the mystery, there's power. Mm-hmm. And when we label, we set limitations. Mm-hmm. Right. And the first mm-hmm. one is labeling. You oh, need like to that. lament, <laughs> lament. The second one is you inviting me into the mystery and saying you'll be there oh, with good. me yeah. in that mystery. Right. Yeah. 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 And th- like the way we can bring this I mean, one of the things I think we've talked about uh, as we've been talking about lament is this is a under-exercised muscle mm-hmm. in, in like spiritual formation mm-hmm. In, mm-hmm. in the West. Um, and culturally, we're bad at it. Mm-hmm. So um, the likelihood is mm-hmm. if your friend, your neighbor, your colleague has something happen, yeah. saying you should lament <laughs> is like, you should fly. Right, like, right. Like, so it kind of means nothing, you uh-huh. know. Like we we know the word, but we don't really know the process. Yeah. And so there's something really powerful about us uh, taking this out into the world yeah. and practicing it with people. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 an opportunity to witness in many ways as well, because yeah. when we can say, sit with somebody, and help them connect their story to the story of the gospel, Mm, right? Mm. They not only see their story with different eyes, but they then can begin to see the gospel with different eyes as well and see God in their story. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The other thing, because we were talking about like the the elements of lament, Mm -hmm. and you talked about like, oh, let's try and just mask this with false optimism. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But laments often end with like this vow of like, I will praise you. You're praiseworthy. You're Mm. trustworthy. Mm. 
but it strikes me like optimism is just like it can be like a brute force telling yourself it's all okay or it's all going to be okay yeah yeah but the vow of praise is like it, it's not well god you know i'm full of joy again because you fixed it uh-huh. so it's not it's not but it's not conditional yeah but it's like god i'm gonna praise you because you're trustworthy mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so there's mm. something to be experienced that's different to optimism but it is, it does engage a lot of positive thoughts mm. and positive emotions as a part of where lament takes us to, right. but it's not the solution. Right. It's a thanking mm. God is what I hear you say, Richard, versus yeah. I'm going to focus on the optimistic piece to solve you versus praising God is a thank you, a, yeah. a, a response versus yeah. a solve, it no, seems like. Um, it seems to me it's... It's a real, a recognition and a full surrender of my inadequacy mm-hmm. to, to do it and, and recognition of the mystery of God. Mm-hmm. But what I do know about God is he's trustworthy mm-hmm. and he's good mm-hmm. and he cares for me and mm-hmm. he loves me. Yeah. And if I can leave with that... You know, that makes a big difference. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And that's really mm-hmm. powerful, yeah. again, like ministering to others mm-hmm. at a time of emotional turmoil. The enemy who likes to bring lies mm-hmm. likes to keep people when they're down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So bringing mm-hmm. simple handholds of truth yeah. that will just prevent the lies yeah. is actually also really yeah. powerful. It makes me yeah. think sort of, I wonder how how much God taught his people to lament and got them to this place uh-huh. of the vow of praise, not because God's like, yeah, look at me, I'm awesome, uh-huh. like, you know. Uh-huh. But right. you're really going to need uh-huh. to understand some things about me as you carry the questions forward, mm-hmm. yeah. as you yeah. try to carry the hope in pain right. forward right. and keep mm-hmm. the two together. Mm-hmm. Right, right. You and know? that's what it is, right? It's really lamenting is hoping for the other and assuming God's at work. Yes. Mm. It's both mm. and, mm. hoping for the I other like and assuming God's yeah. at work. Yeah. yeah. Like and another part of this, like, others thing, it's amazing how often I've prayed with people who are having a really hard time mm. and praying. The, so I'm thinking of the request, which partly reveals God's heart and things, mm-hmm. but just mm-hmm. praying for th- simple things like comfort yeah. and peace yeah. and rest mm-hmm. and things like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it's like... I'm not praying any great, you know, I didn't read like 16 books to figure out what to pray. Right. But sometimes when people are emotionally overwhelmed, just even knowing what to ask for, mm-hmm. it's just like, I, mm-hmm. I, I'm just kind of, I'm overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't mm-hmm. get two thoughts together. Mm-hmm. And there's something in that partnership <clears throat> then that it could be really powerful mm-hmm. in um, helping the ask out. Yeah. Cause I, I yeah. have, I have noticed a few times like, one instance is coming to mind. We're like, what is there any way to help? Yeah. Like, tell me what, tell mm. me. Uh, I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And then praying yeah. for a few things. Yeah. And it's like, and then afterwards, like, actually, if I could get some meals so I didn't need to cook for the kids, yeah. then I'd be able to rest a bit. Yeah. So it's just, yeah. you know, yeah. like, yeah, that's the midwifery experience, things. right? Yeah. It's just yeah. birthing. Yeah. But there's, there's something maybe if, it may feel audacious mm. in someone else's pain mm-hmm. to be like, I, I know what to ask mm-hmm. for. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I think there's some things where w- 
we do mm. and we can know some things mm. to ask mm. for. Mm. I, I guess the the caution is maybe I wouldn't want to ask on someone else's behalf for quite how the problem should be solved, mm-hmm. how the pain mm-hmm. should be healed. Mm-hmm. How like mm-hmm. I want to allow space for God to work and humility of acknowledging yeah. like. I don't understand what restoration and redemption and healing is going to mm. look like. Yeah, yeah. I would, I would be really cautious. Yeah. But there's some stuff mm. that, that I wouldn't want that to prevent me asking anything at all. Because mm. mm-hmm. I've just seen that be really mm-hmm. powerful. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's mm-hmm. good. Yeah. Have you had conversation too? I'm just curious as to, as we talk about this is what lament looks like with somebody else. Mm-hmm. What are some maybe practical like, this is what it shouldn't look like. <laughs> you yeah. know? And, and I know that's a uh, big thing, mm-hmm. but there's probably mm-hmm. a few things mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. I think some stuff's come up along the mm-hmm. way here. Mm-hmm. Has it? Is there mm-hmm. something you've mm-hmm. got in mind? Mm-hmm. No. Well, it's like I said, sometimes that silver lining kind of, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, optimism. Mm-hmm. Um, oftentimes that, you know, I, I think really out of good intentions, we want to, suddenly reflect on well i've been through that uh-huh. To, uh-huh. as well yeah you know mm-hmm. and and to mm-hmm. in a way to say i can i relate to you mm-hmm. because i've been through that before mm-hmm. and i think there's a caution for mm-hmm. doing that mm-hmm. too quickly mm-hmm. um you know that's maybe not so, what yes. somebody mm-hmm. needs mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. like i think mm-hmm. uh, like the the question part of lament like yeah. why this god why is this happening mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. um it's hard for us to occupy that and it's almost like we may feel like we've got the moral Mm. high ground or the theological Mm. high ground Mm. like oh you can't see it Mm. because it's hurting you Mm -hmm. more profoundly but i i don't have the angst of a question of like why is god doing this like well there'll be some reason Mm. but the actually lament is god uh, you know if, if that's all that mattered god would shut down all mm-hmm. lament and be mm-hmm. like well of course there's a reason you don't know it but lament is about uh, our not knowing it right being yeah. something that god wants to interact with mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so there's something mm-hmm. when we lament with people mm-hmm. where maybe we should be cautious mm-hmm. from trying to answer questions that are actually someone trying to express that lament mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and staying and in the mystery we should, we should help acknowledge mm-hmm. the question mm-hmm. and sit in the question mm-hmm. like yeah mm-hmm. yeah like mm-hmm. that's really hard like mm-hmm. why is why has this happened mm-hmm. yeah. that's a real mm-hmm. question mm-hmm. um and, and i think sometimes we're nervous so i've i've spotted this like people are almost theologically nervous like oh, God, why have you done this? And we want to quickly be like, well, God's yeah. good. Yeah. Like, don't doubt God's goodness. You know, it's yeah, like, yeah, let's yeah. shut that yeah. down because uh-huh. I don't want you doubting yeah. God. Yeah. And it's like, there may be a space yeah. for that conversation, mm-hmm. but most of the time when people ask them that question, they're not doubting God. It, it's because they believe in God. Right. And they're having a hard time reconciling yeah. what they know of God with their experience. Right. And that actually, that mm-hmm. tension is something that God, as a, a given lament mm-hmm. as a place for us mm-hmm. to invite God into mm-hmm. that conversation. Mm-hmm. So we're saying don't answer the question and don't solve the problem. Yeah. yeah. But what we are saying too is, but be there. Uh-huh. Because there's times too where the, that can be, you're like, oh, I have no idea what I'm going to say to this person. Um, I don't know how to respond to that. So I'm not going to, so I stay away because I I don't want to interfere. I don't want to be too personal. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I know there's some discernment there, but um, 
Yeah. But I do think mm-hmm. step across the room. Uh-huh. And I think uh-huh. that's a good note to, uh-huh. to end on. Mm. Um, so you're saying you don't need to have answers. You don't need to have any special insight. Uh-huh. You, sounds like anyone could do this. Mm-hmm. And if you were going to lament with someone, you're like, I don't know what to say. That might be perfect. Mm-hmm. That might yeah. actually be just the kind of attitude to bring into lamenting yeah. with someone. Mm-hmm. And that makes this really accessible, which is which is great. Well, thank you, Heather and Steve. And uh, our time is up. So I hope that gets you thinking. And uh, yeah, talk, come find us. Talk mm-hmm. to us. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, find us at church. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is something like our body, mm-hmm. our church. Yeah. You know, we, we're going to mm. grow in. Yeah. And then hopefully, you know, God will use that to to help others grow in this area yeah. as well. So yeah. excited to see yeah. what happens as we step into this. Me too. All right. Too. God bless. Thank you. Bye-bye.